0: Hi, I'm Grant Dufresne, and welcome to Dufresne Ministries podcast channel. We believe that as you listen to this message, your faith will be stirred and you will be encouraged in whatever you are believing God for today. Stay tuned at the end of this message to find out more information about our ministry.
1: God has said a couple of things to me recently, and one of the things that He said to me, He said, the turnaround is right around the corner. I like that, the turnaround. at home and I say that, the anointing comes yeah. on me. Yeah. Yeah. It's so great to know what to say. Yeah. And then I was for the, I, I just got back on what day, Thursday from Virginia. And um, for three days, the anointing kept coming on me in a strong way. I mean, not, I'm not talking about to minister, but privately. And so I was on the plane and uh, flying back, and God said to me, he said, you, you're standing at the threshold of destiny. Amen. Yes. I go, oh, yes. amen. Yes. We're, we're, we're going there together, right? Yes. We're going there together. And then Pastor Ruby said that Pastor Noel prayed out, I don't know yeah. when, the, um, last Tuesday week, Tuesday, uh, this past Tuesday, and he said, He said this by the Spirit. He prayed this out. No more skinny cows. No more skinny cows. I'm all for that. You know, if there's no more skinny cows, you know what's left? Fat cows. Fat cows. That's what's left. Amen. Some of you who might not know fat cow, skinny cow... In the time of of Joseph, there were seven years of abundance and seven years of famine, which were the skinny cows came and swallowed up the abundance, but no more. No more. Amen. Why? Because the turnaround is right around. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We have been... uh, We have been, how many of you did not get to come over? We were with the keys over in Fireball. What was it, last month? Two months? March. 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 I have no idea what month I'm in. (laughs) It's crazy that we're already (laughs) so far into the year, right? So in March, how many did not get to come to those meetings over there? Uh, Oh, 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 oh. There were so many that, that, well, the room was full, so it looked like it it couldn't hold all that. But God began dealing with me because I want to continue along that line. We were preaching along the subject of worship, and God just keeps talking to me more and more about this. And uh, we'll see how far we get into it. But um, I'll, I'll retell it for those who weren't there when I was with the keys in Fireball. Um, Brother Norval Hayes went home to be with the Lord, and I'm not quite sure when. Do you know, Pastor Ruby, what month he went home? Maybe Tony, do you remember? Uh, But not too too long ago, like like last August. And so the last several months, I kept having this stirring to... Uh, look up his stuff online and so I kept watching his sermons and Pastor Debbie said she's doing the same Same thing thing. and Morgan was doing the same thing. None of us knew it but we're all doing the same thing. And uh, it came up in my heart uh, and I know I I didn't think of it because I wasn't even thinking along these lines but it came up in my heart that since he's, uh, Brother Norville has gone to heaven, uh, someone needs to steward the the revelations he brought. And that just came up in my heart and I said, well, Father, I I want to do my part. I know others may may also have that same thing on their heart, but I want to do my part on that. And so I had it in my heart to teach on the subject of worship Mm -hmm. while we were in Fireball because Brother Norville taught on faith and healing, but he taught on it from the place of worship. And uh, this is something that God dealt with him dramatically about. And it changed his life in ministry when God began dealing with him about that. It changed the whole course of how he conducted his ministry. Uh, Happy Caldwell, who I don't know, have you ever heard of him? Uh, A precious man of God. And uh, he was at our church a couple of years ago. And he was telling about the time that they had Brother Norville in their church. And... uh, He stayed in their home. Brother Norville did not like seeing hotels. He wanted to stay in homes because he loved for people to cook for him and take care of him. and He loved a home setting, and he made himself quite at home. And uh, so he was staying with the Caldwells, and uh, he was doing an an evening service for them. He might have done several, but on this one particular day, he was preparing for an evening service. And they could hear him in the bedroom worshiping God. They said all afternoon he was just laying on the bed and worshiping God for hours and hours and hours. And so um, after the service that he had conducted, he was getting ready to leave. And um, Happy Caldwell's wife, Jeannie, her sister was coming in to stay in their home. And she had had extreme back problems. And I... She was getting ready to have surgeries, or had had surgeries, or something very, very dramatic, and she she really had a lot of issues with her back. And Pastor Happy Caldwell said, "Don't don't change the sheets on Brother Norville's bed." <laughs> yeah. Now, see this this is a man who's thinking. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yes, thinking. Yes,
1: and um. So they didn't say anything to her, but she came, stayed the night. The next morning she woke up and they said, how's your back? She said, I'm more back trouble. <laughs> Just laying in the bed yeah. where worship had gone on. Wow. What was it? It brought the anointing.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: You know, Grant said to me, my, my son Grant, he said, Mom, what do you want me to do with this mattress? I think Joel, because Grant has his house and Joel, I think, Joel Joelle has a room there. And for a period of time, I think Joel was using the bed. Ba- I'm not sure. But Ed and I had a California King mattress. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we had it like 20 years. It was a great one.
0: Yeah.
1: And so right. I just didn't want to get rid of it, yeah. you know, because you got it broke in good, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so like a year or so before he went home to be with the Lord, we got us a new one. And uh, so when Grant got his house, he put that mattress in there. And then he got a smaller bed because it's a big mattress. And then he said to me, he said, Mom, what do you want me to do with this mattress? I said, there's something in me that says don't get rid of it because the man of God laid on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Yes,
1: yes, Amen, yes. amen. I mean, he had visits with God yes, on that yes, matter. Yes, you know, yes. because I'm aware that that anointing can be star, can sure, be stored. God, yes. And I'm not trying to be weird, but no. you're more aware yeah. Yeah. of things. I'm so yeah. thankful that Pastor Happy was aware yeah. that there was a man of God in this bed. Yeah. That's yeah. right,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: That's Amen, right. amen. Yeah. You know, and uh, it, matters. it matters. It matters what you remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so uh, Brother Norville demonstrated this life of worship. And uh, as I was getting ready to preach, you said it was in March at the Keys Church. So I had, I was getting ready to go the first night and uh, we were going to leave the hotel at 6.15. And at 5.30, I was finishing getting ready and I looked and there was an angel that was standing by the bathroom door. You say, did you see it? No, I just knew it by word of knowledge. I could tell you where he's standing. And, and in my spirit, I hear what is being said. Now, Ed could have told you what he looked like. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he would have the discerning of spirits and see him. But it more with me, it operates the word of knowledge. And so that angel was standing there and he said, I have come to impart the utterance for the revelation given to Brother Norval. So I thought, how interesting the wording. I've come to impart the revelation for the utterance. No, I've come to impart the utterance for the revelation given to Brother Norville. And notice, just because you hear a sermon doesn't mean you have the anointing to deliver it.
0: That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly
1: right. You have to have something dawn on your spirit so that it can... Hit the target, target. Yeah. Yeah. with people, Amen. Amen. and so I recognize. And then, and then uh, after I sat down after after that experience, when I sat down to see if you'll keep your spiritual antenna up at a time like that, God may continue to speak yes. because uh, there's an atmosphere. Yes. When an angel comes in, there's an atmosphere, yes. and so when I sat down, uh, God began continued to speak to me about it. And he said to me, it matters how you treat a man of God mm-hmm. at the end of his life. Yeah. If you don't honor him enough at the end of his life, mm-hmm. yeah. then you're not honorable enough to, ha- to um, pick up the revelation yes. and be a steward of it. Yes. Yes. And so I won't go into all of that, but it does matter. And God said to me, if Elisha would have only honored Elijah when he was at the peak of his ministry... Mm-hmm. He said he would have never ended up with the double portion. He had to stay to the end to get the double portion. I tell you what, people, uh, there's not a lot of people who know how to stay to the end. That's
0: right. That's exactly right. They don't know
1: how to stay to the end with a certain revelation. They'll exchange one revelation for another. You stay to the end of it when it comes from God. And so, with that, God just began speaking and unfolding to us more and more things. Now, it's not my assignment to take uh, Brother Norval's sermons and preach them. It's my assignment to take the message. Yes. And I'm not saying I'm the only one God would have do, but I just know that God wanted that to not be lost. Right. And uh, so uh, it's interesting because we were talking to the man who took over the headship of Norval Hayes' ministry. Our office was talking to him, and he said, God spoke to me and said, Brother Norville's ministry will have one more lunge moving ahead. And and here he went home and thought, well, it's the message they're talking about. So I want to, I, I looked through, and I don't know if you've made this the book of the month yet, a Brother Norville's book on worship. Have you had that one? Yeah. So you have that. In that book, that, you need to re, re, re re-read that one regularly. It's such a wonderful book. But in that, he tells what God told him. And this is what I want to pick up and, again, articulate. And God said to Brother Norval, he said, my children basically love me. Listen to that word, basically. basically. Doesn't it give yeah. you this idea generally?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: They generally love me, you know, like you love pizza or you love hot dogs or something. But it's it's a specific thing we have to have to really lay hold of what God has. We have to have on purpose we're loving him, not just generally, you know. So he said, my children basically love me. But they live in poverty and sickness and defeat. So notice this. Basic love still gets sickness, poverty and defeat.
0: Uh, Yes, that's right. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
1: Then he said this. Now this is God speaking to him. They don't live in heaven's blessings because. Now notice this. If we're not living the life God has for us, there's a reason. Find out the reason. God wants us to know the reason. He doesn't want us to be cheated out of the best. So he said, they don't live in heaven's blessings because they don't worship me enough. Now, in in quoting that, I always go back to what Dad Hagen said to us. He said this to us often. Praise brings the anointing, and the anointing destroys the yoke. Amen. Well, is there scripture for that? Well, God inhabits the praises of His people. Yes. So that's perfectly scriptural. How does God inhabit the praises of His people? With the anointing. With
0: the, yeah. anointing. The, anointing. the anointing. Amen.
1: When we praise, it brings His anointing into manifestation. Yes. When we worship and praise, yes. it brings Him into manifestation through His anointing. Yes. Amen. Amen. So... I read this phrase this way and it helps me to understand what God was saying even more fully. My people don't live in heaven's blessings because they don't worship me enough. We could say it. My people don't live in heaven's blessings because they don't worship long enough for the anointing to come and destroy the yoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Too many times we're wanting God to do something to destroy difficulties in our life. Yeah. Get rid of hardship in our life and he's wanting to, for us to take the step that invites his anointing to do that. Yes, yes.
0: Right,
1: yes. It's right. not about getting God to do it. It's about us cooperating.
0: Right. That's it. Right.
1: Amen. So he said they don't have my best because they don't worship me enough. And you've heard me say it like this before, but if Pastor Debbie said, you know something, we want to show you a little bit of of the area here, Uh, we'll come pick you up. And they they come to the hotel, pick me up and say, I say, I've got 20 minutes. Well, I can go 10 minutes one direction, then 10 minutes back to the hotel. I'm not going to see much. But if I tell them I've got four hours to do that, I'm going to see more. What? Time helps you to see more.
0: Yeah. Amen.
1: The more time you the give to time, something, the more you'll, you'll understand it, the more you'll see it. It's the same thing with worship. The more time you give to it, the more you'll understand and see things that belong yeah. to you. Yeah. Amen. 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 And so it's not about earning something yeah. with time. It's about giving time, yeah. taking time yeah. so that we can be shown more. So he said, they don't live in heaven's blessings because they don't worship me enough. Or if I could say long enough for the anointing to come and destroy the yoke. Now listen, yeah. it's not worshiping out of the mind that destroys yeah, the yoke. That right. won't bring the anointing. Yeah,
0: that's right.
1: It's, a, it's got to, at some point, we have to connect to our spirits when we yeah, worship. Yeah. Yeah. That, you say, what do you mean connect to your spirit? Really mean it.
0: Yeah. Really
1: mean, yeah. mean it. Yeah. It comes from here. It's not just something you're you're saying because you should. Yeah. It's not yeah. just something because Pastor says, let's just raise our hands and worship and you go, worship. Yeah. If the heart doesn't get engaged, the anointing won't come into manifestation. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because
1: the anointing doesn't meet the mind.
0: Yeah. That's right, that's right.
1: Amen. It meets faith. And yeah. faith yeah. is in your spirit. Yeah. Your spirit has to be engaged. So many times when he says, my children don't live in my blessings because they don't worship me enough, couldn't we say it this way? They don't worship long enough to get connected to their spirits. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: They worship out of their mind or they worship out of a feeling or they yeah. just worship because it's church time.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Can I help? Every one of us needs something so that we need need to understand some things about our walk with God. Uh, there, we we must make time with God, right, throughout yes. the day. Yes. But what we cannot do is turn it legalistic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If right. we turn it legalistic, yeah. the letter kills.
0: It kills. It kills, yeah.
1: But the spirit gives life. Yeah. Yeah. If we turn it legalistic. Mm-hmm we take the life out of the thing. It becomes a duty rather than a privilege. Privilege.
0: That's right. 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 Amen. Amen. Right.
1: Anybody know what I'm talking about that you, you, you want to spend time with God. Well, I'm going to do it this time and Uh that time. I I, I remember because see, we all struggle with knowing where is that place? How, you know, because my day is so diverse some of you, you know, you have a very set schedule. That's great. Others don't have a set schedule. Then you try to set a time that you're going to be with God. And if you don't do it that time, the devil and the mind starts accusing and then it starts getting you under a cloud. Well, I, you know, and then it becomes a works thing and then it takes the life out of it. Amen. Right. So I, I remember one day I was struggling with this some years ago and God said to me he said it's not about a devoted a devotional time it's about a devoted life uh, that's, so
0: that's good. Yeah.
1: And 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 I don't have that at hand he wrote like, he he told me like a whole page mm-hmm. God is not trying to bring us into from 7 to 8 in the morning, we spend time yeah. with Him. From 10 to 10.30, we spend time worshiping Him. Worship is not about a time and a place. It's about a life.
0: Yeah.
1: It's, it's us yeah. learning throughout the day that our worship of God weaves in and out and yeah. in and out. That, that that flow is woven throughout our day instead of segmented times of our day. Amen. Because then it becomes mental and legalistic. And worship that's mental misses the target. So what we need to do is just to learn. It's about all throughout the day, turning our attention, turning, amen, with our hearts, turning our hearts, not just our mind, turning our hearts. Now, don't misunderstand me. You got to start out in the natural, you know? I, you know, you're in the car. I remember God said something to me not just months ago. He said, every time you get in the car, worship me for your healing, for your health, yeah, yeah. So I, 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 I'm endeavoring to put in place every time I get in a car, Father, thank you that I'm healed. Thank you that your healing powers work and I thank you that you renew my my, my youth like the eagles. And I start saying healing scriptures. Why? That's a point of context, so to speak, to where I automatically start engaging my heart about that.
0: Yeah, well
1: good. Amen. Amen. Well, you, can, you, can, you know, Brother Copeland said, he says, I pray for my partners every day. And he said, so I decided I was going to have to connect that with something I did every day.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So he said, I take a shower every day. So as soon as yeah. I get in the shower, I start praying for my yes. partners. Amen. Yes. So what's he doing? He's bringing it into the flow of That's his day so instead of setting it a segment yeah. time that goes. you might miss. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Worship is to be part of our life that we're not going to miss it Amen. because Amen. we weave it into yeah. throughout Amen. our day. Amen. And what that does is that keeps our heart constantly turning toward Him throughout the day. That at different times we turn our affection and we turn our attention and our hearts toward Him. Amen. Why? Because He's our Father. You know, how, how, how would it work in your marriage if, you're, if you said to your spouse, I can talk to you from 8 to 8.30 <laughs> tomorrow morning? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, how would that work out yeah. yeah. on oh, Mother's Day?
0: <laughs>
1: oh, <yeah. laughs> no, no more than a human relationship can thrive under a mentality yeah. like that. Yeah. Neither can a spiritual. Yeah. Fellowship with the Father. It's got to be a flow of our life and not a segmented time yeah. that we say, here is when we talk to you. Now don't misunderstand me. There may be times that we take we set aside to read our Bible and stuff, but all throughout the day, talking and worshiping is one of the best ways to talk to him. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Amen. 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 Well, praise the Lord. So he said here, you're, they don't live in heaven's blessings because they don't worship me enough or long enough to long get enough. our spirits involved. Because yeah. yeah. when our spirits get involved, you know, there's an anointing in you. Yes. There's an anointing yes. that abides in every, yes. in you, in every yes. believer. There is an anointing because the Holy Ghost is in there yeah. and he does he isn't in there without the anointing. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: So, when you get your heart connected, the anointing that's in your heart starts moving.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And His anointing meets that. I mean, it can come up on you in a very tangible way, right? Amen. So, we want to make sure we worship long enough for the anointing that's within us to get stirred. Yes. Amen. And Jesus said, what is it? It's like a, a fountain springing up into everlasting life, right? Yes. So, going on with what God said to Brother Norval, he said this. He said, you're teaching faith and confession. You're praying for the sick. So, that's right to teach faith. It's right to teach confession. Yes. It's right to pray for the sick. He said, but you need to worship me more. Mm-hmm. So, notice this. Teaching on faith, teaching on confession, and praying for the sick will never be a substitute for worship. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: They each have their role. So he said, you need to worship me more and you need to teach my people to worship me more. If we worship more, we worry less. If we worship more, we fear less. If we worship more, we're less apt to be depressed. (laughs) Right? Why? Because there's no depression in your spirit. There's no fear in your spirit. There's no worry in your spirit. And worship that he's talking about comes out of your spirit. Fear, worry, depression are all assaults against the mind. Get out of the mind.
0: That's it.
1: Get out of the mind. Quit conducting daily life being dominated by that arena. Yeah, yeah. Worship yes. draws us yes. into the heart arena, yes. the spirit arena, yes. which is the faith arena. Yes. Ha-ha! Yes. We yes. arrive at faith, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amen. right? Yes. And God answers faith. Yes. God responds to faith. Yes. So worship is key to us mm-hmm. to stay in faith, to keep our faith moving to keep ourselves in the spirit, to keep ourselves mindful of him. It's the easiest way to stay in the spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way to live in the spirit is never get very far out of it.
0: Right. Amen.
1: You know what I'm talking about? You, you live like, uh, even if you go to work, you can get so in, con- you can, in fellowship with God as you're driving to work, that when you're, you're doing your job, you're still doing the job, but you're not far out. You can just take do one little push and you'll go over. Yeah. 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 I mean, and to start worshiping God and yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what worship helps us do. It helps us to live at a place to where at a moment's notice, we're in contact with our Father. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. We can hear from Him. Yeah. We can talk to Him and get results. Yeah. 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 Get, do you understand? And get yes. results. Yes. Not just talk to him, but talk to him and get results. Hallelujah. Amen. So he told Brother Norville, you need to teach my people to worship me more. So notice this. Life teaches you to worry. Life teaches you to fear. Life teaches you to be led by circumstances, so something else has to be taught to you so you don't do what others are doing.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Amen.
1: amen, We have to be taught. Mm-hmm. It's not appropriate to worry when you could worship.
0: Yeah. Very good. Amen. If you
1: worry, you have to forfeit worship. Forfeit worship.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. wow.
1: If, if we turn and become fearful about something, We have to forfeit worship to do that. I was saying to God years ago, uh, after Ed went home to be with the Lord, I was dealing with, you know, so many different um, projects that we were finishing up, but there was one project that showed up on top of the eight that Ed had left undone. There was one that showed up that should not have shown up, and it was caused by other people. And I did not appreciate that with all that I was doing, someone else created a problem and tried to add that to me as well. And, you know, it was just disappointing because it's like, come on, I've got enough stuff (laughs) without made up stuff. Right. (laughs) right. So I was sitting uh, doing my makeup and women, you know how mindless you can be for that period of time. You're not really thinking about anything and for some of us, it's 30 minutes, an hour, <laughs> however long, you know. And I was getting ready to go to Bible school one day, and I was sitting there putting on my makeup thinking, oh, I just wish this, this situation were not happening. It's just unnecessary. I think that's the biggest thing for me. It. It's just completely unnecessary. It's another expense for me. It's more time for me. It's just something else to get through on top of these other things. Yeah. And it was just totally unnecessary. So I'm sitting there thinking about that. And God said to me, you can think about that if you want. But if you do, you have to give up fellowship with me. Wow. wow. I go, okay, this is not worth This is already not worth it. Yes. But if we worry, we have to give up fellowship That's with it. him. Wow. If we fear, we have to give up fellowship with him. We've never had rich fellowship with God as we were depressed. No. No. Yeah. Not possible. No, no. not possible. If we will have a lifestyle of worship, we don't have room for the other. Yeah. yeah. You understand yes. that? Yes. We yes. don't have room for the other because we have already made a choice of what our flow will be. Amen. Not a worry flow. Not a fear flow. Not a depression flow. Amen. We're choosing the worship flow. Amen. 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 And this is what God said to Brother Norville, teach my people yeah. to worship me more.
0: Yeah. In
1: other words, teach my people to choose this instead of what they've been choosing.
0: Right. Yes. Amen. yes, yes, amen. amen. Wow. Right? Amen.
1: He goes on. See, people have to teach you what the right choice is. Oh, yes. sure. oh, yeah. You have to be taught, right? Yeah. Yeah. You have to be taught. Yeah. yeah. Whenever something is A financial issue comes up. Instead of the what are we going to do flow, instead of the drama flow, calling four people and reporting to them. See, the flesh loves telling what what it's going through. The flesh loves telling it. And thank God we've got that phone so handy we can do it easily. (laughs) Right? We have to be taught and retrain our response yeah. to circumstances, yeah. 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 that we start worshiping yeah. Yeah. instead yeah. of worrying yeah. yes. that our first response yeah. becomes worship. Yes.
0: Yeah. Amen.
1: When Ed went home to be with the Lord, I tell you, one of the things that was so key to me not getting under that situation was this. I just kept myself worshiping God and worshiping God and worshiping God for weeks and weeks. That's what kept me from getting under the wrong flow because the wrong flow was available. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen.
1: It was available, but i made a choice.
0: Yeah.
1: People have to be taught, quit choosing the wrong flow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Amen. Choose the right, choose the flow. That's going to change your life. That's
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Choose the flow that's going to change the circumstance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Worry's not going to change the circumstance. It's going to it's going to fuel it. Yeah. 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 Amen. Amen. And this is what God said. Teach my people to worship me more. This is what he told Brother Norval. So instead of the mind just automatically going the direction the mind goes when it wakes up. Because what happens when, you're, when you wake up, the mind starts to make I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to yeah. do this. And if you're facing something, oh, I got to deal with this, and I got to do this, and I'm going to tell that fella this, and you know, you got him towed off for you and got out of bed, right? <laughs> you've, re, you've done the whole yeah. scenario yeah. in your head. Yeah. We, this is what he's talking about. Retrain the mind to go to yeah. worship instead yeah. of yeah. that.
0: Amen. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Retrain yourself to turn toward your heart and begin worshiping rather than turning toward yeah. your mind and going through the mental gymnastics of the habits of life. Yes. Yes,
0: ma'am. Amen.
1: Amen. 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 Praise, the Praise the Lord. Think about, now think about this. We know the account of Jairus. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It says he fell down at Jesus' feet and worshipped. And then he says, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. Come and lay your hand on her that she may live. Okay? He did not come up and say to Jesus, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. Come and lay your hand on her that she may live. It's not what he did first. He took time to worship at a life and death moment, when time was of the essence,
0: that's right. That's right.
1: He took time to worship. You want to know why he did that? He had a life of it. He was. He was. He was a ruler in the synagogue. He understood the approach to God, and the approach to God is not a crisis panic approach. That's good. And you have to teach people that knee-jerk reaction of drama and crisis and panic in your voice is not the appropriate approach for, people, for God's people. Right. If you're unsaved, that works for you fine. <laughs> yeah. Because your life is entrenched in that. But for someone who has been given a better life,
0: yes. a better way to
1: live, yeah. then yeah. there's a better approach. Yeah. 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 And Now think of it. It says he fell down at Jesus' feet and worshipped. Yes, yes. And then he said, My little daughter, life at the point of death, come, lay your hand upon her that she may live. He thought right and he said right because he knew who he was dealing with. Yeah. He's dealing with life. He said, she's at the point of death. Come lay your hand on her. She'll live. Think of this. And it says, the next phrase, and Jesus went with him. Who does Jesus go with? People who worship. Worship. Who does power go with? People who worship. Amen. Now, what if he would have done this panic approach stuff? Uh, <clears throat> Let me read to you. I think I have it in these notes. I want to read to you the passage with, um, yeah, the, the Syrophoenician woman. I want to read the wording of the Amplified with her. The Amplified, and this is in Matthew 15 and uh, in verse 22, but I'll just read it to you. This is the Amplified. It says, Behold, a woman who is a Canaanite, from that district came out and with a loud troublesomely urgent cry begged Mm -hmm. different approach crisis panic and it says uh, loud Mm loud Oh my gosh, some people love to loudly tell their need. They tell it to everybody. Everybody knows what you're going through yeah. because they're not happy till everybody knows. Yeah. Loud, troublesomely, yeah. urgent cry, begged. Yeah. Didn't worship, begged. Be- begged. Yeah. Have mercy on me. There is no acknowledgement of who she's dealing with. No recognition on her part. Of what she's of who she's dealing with her approach is wrong why because she lives this way yeah that yeah. crisis yeah. response yeah. Yes. to every problem yeah. it's a crisis and a begging and a yeah. Yeah. urgent there are a lot of people that beg when they pray and they don't get anything,
0: anything. Yeah. No, that's right
1: it doesn't work yeah. Yeah. why there's no faith in it sure. there's mean, no faith in it. So she, she came and begged, have mercy on me. Now that sounds good, right? <laughs> it's right words, but the thing is, it's not from a place of faith. It's from a place of panic. Yeah. yeah. Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. So we know this. You've heard me say it before. She's a Syrophoenician. Uh-huh. These are not the words that belong to anybody but a Jew. Yeah. She's, yes. he's the son of David to a Jew. He's not the son of David to a Canaanite woman. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Those though, that phrase does not even fit. It would just be, you know, like someone from another country coming and treating president Trump like he was their president. That's he's not your president. That's right. yeah, yeah, that's right. yeah, He doesn't belong to you. Yeah. He's not yeah. their leader over your people. Yeah. Right. right? Yes. It's the same thing. And so uh, she comes up, O oh Lord, son of David, my daughter is miserably and distressingly and cruelly possessed by a demon. Listen to this. But he would not answer her. No response. No help. Why? First of all, you're coming in panic. No faith in that. You don't even know who you're dealing with. You're saying words that flatter me, son of David. They sound good. They sound like you know who you're dealing with, but you don't because no. if you believed I was a son yeah. of David, you wouldn't be begging here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't be in a panic yeah. if you believed yeah. I was who yeah. you called me. Yeah. 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 He knew her yeah. actions don't line up oh. with her oh. words. Yeah. No. Not at all. There are a lot of people who come to church and they say, I worship you, Jesus, but where were you Saturday night? Seriously. Actions and words must match. She's speaking flattering words of worship, but they don't fit what she knows or believes about him. And he will. God is not flattered into helping us.
0: No, no,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. Amen. Yeah. So God does not move because there's a need. Right. Yeah. You need to learn this. Your need does not provoke God. No.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's faith that provokes faith. Him.
0: Yes. Amen.
1: Yeah. So this is what this woman, she's trying to appeal to Him based on her need mm-hmm. instead of appealing to Him based on her faith in Him. So he won't answer her. Why? Because if he answers that, he's training her. Next time you mm-hmm. have it, yeah. act this way. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: that's right. Yeah. Next
1: time you have a problem, you fall apart just like you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to train us in our flesh. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. right. He's not going to train yes. us in our mental and emotional arenas right. to respond to him. Yes. If he answers us when we're operating out of those, he's teaching us mm-hmm. the wrong thing. Yeah. Right.
0: That's right.
1: So when she approaches him, this begging, calling him something, but she doesn't believe it because she wouldn't be begging if she did. That's right. He won't even answer her. Yeah. There are a lot of Christians who are not getting answers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Why? Wrong approach. Yeah. Wrong, Wrong approach. Well, I'm saved. You might be. Wrong approach. Yeah. That's not the approach. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He did not answer her a word. And the disciples came and implored him saying, send her away for now she's crying after us. Mm -hmm. Now he's, listen, Jesus is, Jesus is not wanting to send her away. He's not wanting to send anyone away. He's got to get people connected to their hearts because that's where help comes from. Yeah, yeah. So they said, send her away. She's crying after us and he answered and he turns to her based on their request of him and says, mm-hmm. I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and she kneeled yes. yeah. and she worshipped him. Ah, different approach. Yeah. You got, you know what he did? He was quiet enough to her give her time to get her emotions and her yeah, drama in it. check.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Why? Panic. Doesn't get heaven's help, yes. yeah. Amen. and he will le- he will be silent long enough for you to realize. Quit pulling that approach. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. All the begging, all the worrying in yeah. the world yeah. will not get heaven's involvement. Amen. But she came. Now now she's coming a second time. She's making a second approach. Uh-huh. Wow. I've been on airplanes where the first approach wasn't good. They circle right. back around. Yeah. They got a better approach now this time. Now we can get a landing. Her first approach, abort, abort, abort. <laughs> Go around. Let's do this again. Yeah. That's all right. God will help you. He'll let you. But just because he doesn't answer you doesn't mean you can't have your help. It just means you're going to have to change your approach. Change your approach. He's not amen. trying to deny yeah. us our help. Yeah. He's just saying you're going to have to change your approach. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Uh, amen. So this time she comes and it says that she came and she kneeled. Ah, she didn't do that the first time. She knelt, she worshipped him, and she said, Lord, help me. Okay. That's all you had to do. You didn't have to go through all this drama stuff. You didn't have to go through what you do with all your other family members. Oh. Yeah, I know it might work on grandma and mama and daddy and all this stuff. But this doesn't work with God. It doesn't work with heaven. That's not the approach. And when she changed her approach, all she had to do was come and worship and say, help me. He loves the sincerity of that. But notice it was when she worshiped first that helped me meant something. Amen. And then now listen to this at the end of it. You know, they go through their conversation and then Jesus answered and said, "A woman, great is your faith. Be it done unto for be it done for you as you wish." And her daughter was cured from that moment. The King James says, "Within the self same hour, within sixty minutes, her life is changed." Now, uh, the thing that I want you to see, she came with fear and panic first. But then she worshiped, and what did he say? He said, great is your faith. Ah, worship moved her from fear and panic to great faith.
0: Great faith. He's in.
1: Get that? Worshiping, the act of worshiping, took her out of the mental arena of panic, drama, emotions, and put her right in the place where the son of God, heaven's right. representative yeah. says, woman, you have great faith. Yeah. And it was wow. worship, the yeah. posture yeah. of worship. Yeah. 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 That's it. Worship did that. Yeah. yeah. Now we go back and say, let's look again what. God said to Brother Norval, they don't live in heaven's blessings because they don't worship yeah. wow. enough. Here you go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Yes. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Instead of having crisis meetings of the family over the financial, yeah. just yeah. get down on your knees and worship him.
0: Amen. Yeah. 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 Right. Amen.
1: And then yes. say, I need your help just that easy.
0: Yeah.
1: It's, it's the that devil easy. doesn't want you to know it's that easy, it's but it's that easy. easy. Right. Amen. And God wants you to know it's that easy. It's that
0: easy.
1: If we will do, I mean, there, there's no deep, dark, secret, hidden action in these passages we read. Mm-hmm. It's very plain. It's very simple. If we do what they did, we get what they got. Right. If yeah. we do what she did first, we get what she got. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Right. The drama, the emotionalism, right. all of that that she did to get attention of people.
0: Yeah.
1: Doesn't, work and, doesn't work with God, but what does work is worship. Yeah. Yeah. It brings His favor yes. on your life. Yeah. It brings His favor yeah. into manifestation. I don't know about you, but this is thrilling for me yeah. to yeah. be able to dig around with you in these things. Yeah and find out what God has said is so simple for us to do. Go, go to Psalms 34, verse 1. Psalms 34, verse 1. Now I'm going to go back to what I said about devotional time. Psalms 34, verse 1. <clears throat> it says this, I will... Bless yeah. the Lord. Look at the next three words at oh. all times. Yeah. Yeah. His praise shall what? Continually, Continually be where? In my, in my mouth. mouth. Yeah. Ah, it's not enough to have a praise in your heart.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. It has to be in your mouth.
0: Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: Now, look at the, next, the first phrase, "I will bless the Lord." Isn't that worship and praise? And yes. all of these yes. are, all of these run together. Yeah. They can be very, they can be described differently, but they all are, are the same flow. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I will bless the Lord from eight to 8:30. No. And then again, at 10, 10.30. No. No. no, i bless the Lord at all times. all times. This is the key to the devotional life. Yeah. All, times. All, all times. All times. Yeah. It didn't say 24 hours a day, but all oh. at all times of your day. Yes. Yes. All throughout the day. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't have yeah. to be on bended knee for 30 minutes. It can yes. just be yeah. a mention. Yeah. 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 It can a just mention. be a turn yeah. Yeah. for yeah. maybe five seconds, Father. <laughs> Yeah. I want you to know, yes. I'm so grateful yes. for your movement in my yeah. life today. Yes. Ha, he finds so much favor and pleasure in that.
0: Yes. Amen.
1: At all times, yes. not just sending him to a certain location and time of your day, but bringing him into every flow of your day. Amen. Yes. Yes. This is too good. Yes. This is so simple. Yes. Yes. So simple the way to have great favor with God is do what he told Brother Norville, teach my people to worship me more. It's that simple. Well, praise the Lord. Now, then let me finish this. I'm their God and they're my children. If you'll teach my children to worship me more, I will do great and mighty things for them. Think of that. Now I want to read to you Psalms 25, verse 14, and then we'll close with this. Uh, Psalms 25 verse 14, the amplified. It says this: "The secret of the sweet, satisfying companionship of the Lord." Did I say it right? Psalms 25:14? OK. The secret of the sweet, satisfying companionship of the Lord have they who fear, revere, and worship Him. Notice, worship is nothing but showing reverence and respect for Him. That's all it is. Yes. It's respecting Him. When the Syrophoenician woman came up and started just in a panic, just begging Him, that's not proper respect. Respect. Not proper respect. Can I tell you, uh, I'm trying to remember. I believe it was Pastor Craig Field who told me about this. It was because in his church, he has 34 nations represented in his church in Canada because that's a melting pot up in in that Toronto area. And there was a woman who, she had been a Muslim and been raised in that. And, uh, you know, they do their prayers at a certain time and day. And a lot of times you'll find that some of these people from other religions will have very dramatic encounters with God because they have been so entrenched in demonic teaching that it takes something dramatic to convince them. Because you'd be the same way if all your life you heard it was one way. You know, and God so loves the people that he, he wants he wants them reached and some some of them have some very dramatic encounters. Well this woman was laying on her bed and she was asking Jesus if he was real basically. She had heard about him, but this is something completely different. And you can understand, if she receives Jesus, it's you got to walk away from your family. family you got to walk away. You. Yes. I mean, it, it could mean your life depending on what your, oh, right. your family's approach oh, yeah. to this is. Oh, yeah. And so she was laying on her bed and she was praying and wanting to know the truth about it. And Jesus appeared to her in her bedroom. And she's laying there. And she's talking to him and then she keeps talking to him and when he was standing there, he said, when God walks into your room, is that the stance you have? She kept laying on the bed. Too comfortable. Too casual. He said, God has walked into your room. She got up and she understood exactly Because for her own religion, she didn't just lay on the bed and say her prayers. They would kneel or do whatever that they do. And Jesus, that he didn't talk to her first about salvation. He talked about respecting me. God came in your room. Show proper respect. (laughs) Amen. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. When he showed up, it's... You know, God said something to me. I was... I was sitting and, and I was praying because I will say this. When you're, if you're going to sit and pray, sit circumspectly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't sit, you know, your yeah. leg crossed and you flopped out like you're watching a, a football game. Yeah. Yeah. There's, a, there's yeah. a reverence, you yes. know. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when I'm sitting, I don't just sit like I'm yeah. sitting on the iPad going through something, yeah. you know. I I sit a certain way and I was sitting in the chair and I was, you know, Mm -hmm. I had a posture that I normally take, not because I'm trying to earn something, but because it's appropriate. And up from my spirit came, if you really believed you were before the throne, you wouldn't be sitting. I go, you got that right. And I got up and I got on my knees. Why? Because the more you worship him, the more respect your yes. gro- Grows yeah. for him. Yeah. Yes. 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 So here in Psalms twenty-five, fourteen, Amen. the amplified the secret of the sweet, satisfying companionship of the Lord. Have they who fear, revere, and worship Him? So notice, worship is showing respect. Yes. Yeah. It's showing reverence for Him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when it says that we're to worship him, he's saying, have proper respect and mm-hmm. reverence for me. Mm-hmm. If you do, I'll manifest myself yeah. for you. Now see, what he said to Brother norval the last phrase, if, you will te- if, they will, if my people will worship me more, I will do great and mighty things yeah. for them. Couldn't we say it this way? If they would show more respect for me, yeah. Yeah. I would do great and mighty yeah. things yeah. for yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Couldn't we say it that way? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, the secret of the sweet, satisfying companionship of the Lord have they who fear, revere, and worship Him. Look at the next thing. Yeah. And we could say this because they revere, because they respect, yeah. and yeah. because they worship Him, yeah. He will show yeah. them His covenant yeah. and reveal that to them its deep inner meaning. So notice this, evidently there's layers to God's Word yeah. that the more reverent we are, the deeper we go into, his un, into understanding some things. Amen. Yeah. Amen. There's a lot of Christians who are just okay with skimming the surface. Yeah. Just skim the surface. They just want enough to get through life. But if you want to have a deep fellowship, yeah. if you want to have a deep understanding of who you're dealing with, there are people who are just okay to just have a real skimming surface of their fellowship and their marriage, and it's real apparent.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. It's yeah. real apparent. They don't have a, they don't have a, a, their marriage is not a joy. It's something they endure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. But if you want to have a joyful marriage, you take time to really know yes. one another. Yeah. 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 Be yeah. with one another and do what matters to the other. Yeah. Yeah. If it matters to them, it needs to matter to you.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Amen? Well, it's the same thing with the Father. That those who show him proper respect and proper reverence, he'll show them more things about himself. Yeah. Amen. 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 I don't know about you, but this is a grand invitation. Yes. Yes. A grand yes. invitation. Yes. And like I said, I don't know how long it's been since you've read the book, that it was the book of the month for you, a Brother Norval's worship book, but I tell you what, it would bless you to pull it back out and read. it. He says it in ways that I don't. Mm-hmm. He he words it in ways that I don't, but I'm so thankful that God is showing us even more of what's connected to this thing of worship. Amen. That if we'll put it in place, how about we don't just say it? How about we take a little bit of time and do it tonight? Just stand with me to your feet. Father, we worship you. We're so grateful. We're so, so grateful Father, so few ever really get to hear some of the things we're getting to hear. So few ever really get to be instructed in these things. Thank you. Thank you for bringing us into this instruction. Father, we're around natural things and human things so daily. Thank you for letting us know there's a higher way to live. That we're not limited to the natural, the human flow. There is a divine flow. There is a heavenly flow. We desire that flow. That's the flow that you have for us. We choose the flow of worship. Father, we lay aside all worry. We lay aside all fear. We lay aside all heaviness. We say no more. No, no, more. no more, no more, because you have showed us there's another flow yes. that we can choose. We choose to set our attention on you. We choose to set our hearts on you. We choose to set our affections on you. We worship you. We're so grateful. Thank you for the price that you paid to have children. Thank you for the price that you paid in sending your son. We acknowledge that great price. We respect that price. We reverence that price that you paid so that you could have a family. Jesus, we respect and reverence your obedience to the Father. The price that you paid So that we could become children of God. And Holy Spirit, we appreciate and reverence and respect the price you paid in leaving heaven and making us your residency on this earth. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for manifesting in our midst the Father's goodness. We thank you for that. We worship you. Father, we worship you. We're so, so grateful. We're so grateful we belong to you. We can look back over our lives and we can see the many, many rescues that you have given to our lives We're so grateful that this morning when we woke up, your mercy was waiting on us. Your goodness was waiting on us. We don't treat that lightly. If it weren't for your mercies, we would have been consumed. Our enemies would have prevailed over us. But your mercy forbid it. Thank you. Thank you for being patient with us. Thank you for repeating yourself over and over to us. Thank you for that. Thank you for giving us pastors that tell us over and over and over and deal patiently as parents with us. We say your patience will not be wasted on us. But we come into obedience. We listen to you. We listen to you. We're just so grateful. We worship you, Father. There's no one like you. We worship you. We worship you. We thank you, Father. We worship you. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Ah. Think of this. Now think of this. Anytime we want to, we can choose a different view than what we're seeing. Anytime we want to. We can be in the midst of the worst, absolute situation. Decide, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to allow that. I'm not going to allow that to occupy me. Yeah. And we can just, with one turning toward our hearts, yeah. escape while we're sitting right in the midst of yeah. something. Yeah. I love something that Corey Ten Boom. You've heard of her? Yeah. She helped hide her and her family. Help hide Jews from the Nazis, and then they were found out and themselves thrown into a concentration camp she was the only one of her family who came out of their life and I love what she said she said learn to see God in the hard places and even the hard places will bless you now she's not saying that God put you in the hard places she's saying learn that when something is hard you look at him yes And what was meant to be hard will be a place that blesses you because you look at Him. Difficulties have a way of pressing you in either one or two directions toward Him or away from Him. They either close you up or they open you up. And we can all look at different people's lives and see which way they tend to go when something starts pressing on them. But if you've been one who pr- who runs away and one who closes up yeah. instead of opens up and yeah. comes toward him, learn to redirect what your attention does when you're under pressure. Yeah. Yes. Amen. 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 You know, you don't even have to be deep. Listen, this Syrophoenician woman, she was not a spiritual woman. Yeah. Yeah. She was not a churchgoer. Yeah. She was not a member of the synagogue. Yet before she left Jesus' presence, he says, you got great faith. And you know what it started with? She worshiped and just said, help me. Help Help me. When you realize that he's your help. When you realize that no matter what situations coming against you, he's your rescue out of that. And when you recognize that, that's faith. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. So no matter, let's get out of all of I say that to, to me, to everybody, let's get out of what we've always done and how we've always responded to situations and say, is this the right flow? Is this the right response? Amen. And if it's not, let's change our response. And it's just as simple as just saying, I don't know what to do, but you do. I just worship you. She didn't know what to do with the girl. She didn't know what to do with her daughter. Can you imagine the the torment in her house? Can you imagine? The the havoc that girl would cause demon-possessed living in the home? Can you imagine what she would have been like to live with? She didn't know what to do with her. She didn't have great faith because she knew what to do. She had great faith because she came to the one who knew what to do. Uh, Amen. Amen. That's faith. Amen. 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 So let's put in practice that we turn toward our hearts instead of turning toward here and we, we just start worshiping. What in your life might have been harassing you, troubling you or just affecting you just negatively? Hopefully, there's nothing. You might can say, nothing. Good. That's great. But if there is something, how about we say, that stops. I'm done. I'm done responding that way. Done. I'm done responding that way. No. You say, well, you don't have the answer for it. I don't have to have the answer. I know what to do. I worship Him. Yes. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Remember what we read there in Psalms, that those who reverence Him, He will unveil His covenant to them. He'll show them in His Word what to do. He will prompt... He will bring yes. a scripture to you. He will bring a teaching to you. Yes. He will do something yes. that will carry it, your answer in it. Yes. And he'll bring yes. it to you. Yes. Yes. If you'll worship yes. him, he'll get yeah. your answer yeah. to you. Yeah. Whether it's through your pastor, whether it's through a sermon you hear, a book you read, right. 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 or him just reminding you of something you've already heard. Right. Yes. He'll bring it. He'll bring you your answer. Yes. But it's in the atmosphere of worship that you're going to hear your answer. It's not in the atmosphere of worry. It's not in the atmosphere of fear. It's not in the atmosphere of doing what you've always done. Right. Amen. Aren't you glad that we, yes. we're offered an easy yeah. approach? Yeah. 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 It's about putting a spiritual habit in place. Yes. Yes. A spiritual habit. Now, can I say this? We need to worship Him in spirit and in truth. Meaning it's good to worship God. With our spirits, or if we could even say this in other tongues, but don't just default to that just because you don't want to put forth the energy to think of words in your known language.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Don't use that as a default. To it's just easy to and not put forth any effort of your own appreciation and regard. Amen. amen now don't misunderstand me I'm not saying that work, that speaking in tongues is not showing appreciation what I'm saying is it needs to it needs to put forth some some effort some to effort. recall yes and, and think of father I appreciate this and I appreciate that It's like uh, when the kids were growing up my boys and they would get in a fuss with each other and I'd make one of them repent to the other and they'd go I'm sorry. I'd say, no, 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 that doesn't work. No, right. You on purpose were very specific when yeah. you said yeah. what you said to him. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this I'm sorry stuff doesn't work. Yeah. What are you sorry about?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. You have to say, I'm sorry I said this to you. I should not yeah. have said this to you. You know what i just do I'm sorry. That's a flippant. I don't really care. I'm just doing what I got to do. Yeah. 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 But many times people just do worship yeah. you.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah
1: worship you Yeah. yeah. for what, what? Yeah. put forth some effort yeah. come on put forth some effort yeah. Yeah. beyond just reverting to just not being engaged mentally yeah. Yeah. yes it needs to come out of your heart but your mind can recall and remember oh, yes. Yes. some things amen recall, recall and recount yeah. to him yeah. the times he's rescued you yeah. okay. and worship him for that yeah. Amen. Yes. I guarantee you start making a list, and you won't have enough time in your day <laughs> uh, that's right. That's right. That's right. to 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 recall. Yeah. Go back to when you were a child. Yeah. Go back to when your parents got born again. If it weren't for them getting born again, what kind of mess you'd be that's in? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. It just it, it's just never ending. Yeah. To reach back into our appreciation. Yes. Yes. That's and on purpose, articulate our worship to him. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How would you like it? How would you like every day? Your spouse said, Appreciate that. Appreciate what? Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. You know, that doesn't work in a marriage. Why would it work with this, the greatest of all greats? Right? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the are, Lord. are you helped tonight? Yes. yes. So how about we do some digging around in all this. this yeah, yeah, I, 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 I tell you what, you think that I'm just coming to minister to you. It's for very selfish reasons. I love preaching on this because the more I preach on it, the more it comes out. Yeah, yeah. And I need it. Yeah. I need it. Yeah. I want it. Yeah. Amen. And I'm just letting you in on it. How's that? Amen. Pastor Debbie, thank you.
0: We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at defrayministries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Defray Ministries.